In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus, we gather here tonight in your real presence, and we thank you for calling us here. We thank you for wanting to be here, for wanting to stay with us. We thank you for calling us by name to be your brothers and sisters, sons and daughters of our Father. We thank you for revealing the heart of the Father to us, for giving us access to the Father's right hand where you sit and reign with him in glory. Christ Jesus, you are our King, the King of kings and Lord of lords. We pray that you would reign here tonight in a special way. And we give you permission, Lord, to have your way with us. We surrender to you as best we can. And we ask you to help us to do that. Help us to be even more vulnerable with you. Help us to be more trusting and more hopeful in your grace and mercy, flowing from you here tonight in the host, in the most blessed sacrament. Mother Mary, we entrust ourselves to you and St. Joseph here tonight in a particular way, and we crown you the queen of our gathering here as we pray together. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Welcome, everyone. I realize it might be a little hard to see me, but I figured you don't really need to see me. You can just keep your eyes on Jesus. And what I love about this effect, when the, the lights are down in the church, in the chapel, we can't help but be drawn. Our eyes can't help but be drawn to Jesus, the light of the world. And so we thank you, Jesus, again, for sharing your light with us, for shining your light, your divine light, in the darkness and for making us children of the light. So here we are in this first week of Advent. Christmas is less than three weeks away, but don't panic. Don't panic. In fact, you have all made a a decision, a choice to be here tonight. And I like to say that God is going to honor that. Because you could be out shopping tonight. You could have made excuses that there's less than three weeks until Christmas. But this, I would argue, is the best preparation for your celebration of Christmas. To be in the real presence of the Prince of Peace. The real reason for the season. Amen? So I I chose a rather obscure scripture passage for tonight. I was praying with someone earlier today who was uh, complaining, well, not complaining, but 
sharing with me the reality, the fact of their osteoporosis. And it's a rather young woman who already has the bones uh, of an elderly woman. So it's concerning. And I asked her, have you ever heard of Ezekiel's prophecy about the dry bones? And she said, no. And she's a devout Catholic woman. I said, oh, okay. I think God really wants you to hear this prophecy. And so I wanted to share it tonight because maybe some of you are, are not so familiar with this prophecy from Ezekiel where God is showing him this vision, which you're going to hear in just a second, and he's inviting him to speak, to prophesy to these dry bones and to breathe the breath of life into these dry bones. And of course, there's many different applications in this particular passage. Ezekiel is prophesying specifically to the people of Israel. So the dry bones on some level represent the people of Israel who have lost their way. But God is assuring them that he will raise them up and fill them with his glory once again if they would only be faithful to him. But for the sake of his holy name, he will do this. So that's one application. That is the historical application. But I think this is the word of God. And as we listen to the word of God, I believe there will be other applications that we can all relate to, that we can all apply in some way to ourselves. In a spiritual way, perhaps even in a physical way, you could say. And so let's reflect here. Let's read and reflect. This is Ezekiel uh, chapter 37, verses 1 and following. The hand of the Lord was on me, Ezekiel, and he brought me out by the Spirit of the Lord and set me in the middle of a valley. It was full of bones. He led me back and forth among them, and I saw a great many bones on the floor of the valley, bones that were very dry. He asked me, son of man, can these bones live? I said, sovereign Lord, you alone know. Then he said to me, prophesy to these bones and say to them, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says to these bones. I will make breath enter you and you will come to life. I will attach tendons to you and make flesh come upon you and cover you with skin. I will put breath in you and you will come to life. Then you will know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I was prophesying, there was a noise, a rattling sound, and the bones came together bone to bone. I looked and tendons and flesh appeared on them and skin covered them, but there was no breath in them. Then he said to me, prophesy to the breath, prophesy son of man and say to it, this is what the sovereign Lord says, come breath from the four winds and breathe into these slain that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me and breath entered them they came to life and stood up on their feet, a vast army. Then he said to me, son of man, these bones are the people of Israel. They say our bones are dried up and our hope is gone. We are cut off. 
Therefore prophesy and say to them, this is what the sovereign Lord says. My people, I'm going to open your graves and bring you up from them. I will bring you back to the land of Israel. Then you, my people, will know that I am the Lord. When I open your graves and bring you up from them, I will put my spirit in you and you will live and I will settle you in your own land. Then you will know that I, the Lord, have spoken and I have done it, declares the Lord. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. What a powerful prophecy. If you know the song Rattle, you've got that song going through your head right now. Or Dry Bones from Lauren Daigle. So, I hope you can see the application to ourselves. That we all have parts of us that are longing to live, that are longing to breathe again, that are longing to thrive. But we all get stuck sometimes. Parts of us, anyway, can get stuck because of fear, because of shame or regret, anxiety, whatever it may be. The Lord wants to speak to those parts of us and encourage them and give them hope. And he wants to not only speak words, but he wants to breathe his Holy Spirit into us. And his spirit is not just a word. It's not just a power. It's his divine love and mercy. It's the very power that rose him from the dead. And it's the love that the Father and the Son share. It's it's the third person of the Holy Trinity who comes to dwell in us, to give us eternal life, to set us free from those things that keep us in chains that keep us locked up, paralyzed for one reason or another. And so we're going to pray tonight that the Holy Spirit come to set us free, to heal us of bodily afflictions, but also spiritual ones, emotional ones. And it's not that this is a one and done kind of prayer, but this is a process Just as we all grow physically from the time we're born, so spiritually God calls us to growth. And just like sometimes we get physical things that hinder our growth or that that wound us, so too spiritually things can hinder us and, and keep us from thriving the way that God really wants us to thrive. And so it's not whether or not we're worthy of this. Sometimes that can be an obstacle to God's power and spirit working in us and with us and through us. So don't be tripped up by that. That's, that's the devil. That's, the, that's Satan, which has this connotation of accusation. The devil is the accuser who would have us believe that we're not worthy of God's blessing, of his love. The devil would want us to think that God doesn't want us to be healed or to be set free 
or to grow, to thrive, to be happy. Because God wants you to be happy. He he is your happiness. So it's true, he doesn't want you to find happiness outside in the things of the world, but not that they're bad, but all of the good things in the world ultimately are, are meant to lead us to him, the source of all happiness, all blessing, the source of all life. He created us for himself. He created you for himself, which means that from the, from the beginning of time, he had you in mind and he had you in his heart. And he created you so that you could be with him, so that you could share in his perfect communion, his tender love, his merciful love, his fruitful love. And it's true, things get in the way of that, and he wants to take those away, especially sin, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. But even the effects of sin, our own personal sin, and the sin of those people around us, if we were wounded because of other people's sin against us or around us, he wants to remove all of that too. And he wants to make a way for you. He is the way to the Father's house, to the Father's embrace. So, Jesus and the Father, they send the Spirit. They pour it out continually so that we can indeed participate in a real way in their life, in their love. So there is a meaning and a purpose to your life. It's to know Him and to be known by Him, which is to be loved by Him which is to be wanted by him, which is to be chosen by him, which is to be drawn into him and then to be sent out by him in his name to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free, to proclaim good news to the poor and to announce a year of the Lord's favor. So I'm here tonight to do that. This is a night of favor. It's a night of blessing. It's a night of healing. Boy, speaking of that, I think Father Juan is here hearing confessions. <laughs> yes? I think Father Juan Sabadell is here to hear confessions. So if you'd like to go to confession tonight, I believe he is there. I hope, anyway. He is? Okay. It's confirmed. <laughs> so if you'd like to go to confession tonight at any time, feel free. So let us transition here into a little bit of praying for healing and deliverance. So I'm going to Pray for everyone here, a corporate kind of prayer, you could say. And then I'll go around with the Blessed Sacrament. And then we'll even have prayer teams available after that. 
So keep asking for God to, to touch your heart, to heal you, to set you free. And you know what? Before I go into my prayer, I'd like to invite Amanda up here. Where's Amanda? Come on up, Amanda. So Amanda's testimony was sent out to the parish. You may have seen it. But I just wanted her to come up and share from her own heart in front of you tonight what happened to her just a couple months ago, right? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Um, good evening, everybody. My name is Amanda Cole. Um, I've been attending St. John Fisher with my family since roughly the beginning of the year. My husband joined the men's small group um, with that's led by Jeff Eusebio. Um, he, before the last visit you were here in the end of September, he shared with the men a story of healing, and my husband felt compelled to make sure he brought me in. Um, so. You're good. You're good. Um, growing up Catholic, I wasn't sure that this was a thing that we did. <laughs> I didn't hear of healing prayers. It never occurred to ask for prayers for healing. Although I knew the stories of healing in the Bible, I wasn't sure that it happened today. Mm. Um, Can anyone, anyone relate to that? <laughs> right? I've had, I was suffered from severe migraines for at least 20 years now. And shortly after my daughter Josephine was born, uh, I was diagnosed with severe rheumatoid arthritis. Um, looking for anything to cure my pain, my inflammation, whatever I could do to feel better, to be a good mom to my children, I tried my best. The morning of September 26th, when you were here last, Father, my husband knew we had to be there. We had to make it. I woke up with a severe migraine. I couldn't see, I couldn't move without throwing up. The devil was trying to keep us away. Not only was it my husband's last day at his job, um, we were offered Red Wings tickets. We were offered so many other offers to be anywhere but here that night. And my husband said, no, you're not keeping us from what we're supposed to do. Thank you, Jason. Her Absolutely. Husband's Jason too. <laughs> we knew it was meant to be. We walked in. I was scared. I was nervous. I had never... I hadn't even spent much time in adoration, let alone something so beautiful as when we walked in that night, just like tonight. We walked in and I was instantly moved to tears at the beauty of this, the candlelight, the monstrance lit up. It was something more beautiful than I'd ever seen before. We sat back to the side. I saw, I, I cried the whole time. As soon as Father Jason came around with the monstrance and I was able to oh, touch, the touch, veil. Touch, touch your veil, yeah. I knew something was going to change in my life that night. I knew that even if it was just my hope being restored in, in my faith and in Jesus, that things were going to be okay. 
As soon as we broke for prayer teams, I stood, I waited patiently for Father Jason. Somebody even walked up and I knew they were supposed to go in front of me. I let them go. I was happy to wait. Father Jason, I sat with Father Jason. He started praying for me. He started praying with me. He, he touched his hands to my head and I knew I felt somebody else's hands on the back of my head. I felt the Holy Spirit move through me. I felt something lift out of my body and heat radiating through my joints. I no longer have migraines. I no longer have to take medication for rheumatoid arthritis. I'm no longer seeking anything to make the pain go away. When I have a little bit of pain, a little bit of stiffness, I'm reminded, just like I was reminded that night, to call on Mary and say, in the precious name of Mary, I rebuke Satan. And I keep it going. I keep whatever I can. So my prayer for you tonight is that you find your healing, you find hope, and that we can get there together. If you need anything, please. I'm happy to talk it out with anybody. (laughs) That was awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Love that. Thank you, Jesus. So we say that the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. So as Amanda was sharing that, maybe you already felt yourself being moved in some way. And so what the Lord did for Amanda, he can do for you tonight. Amen? Amen. So let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you and we praise you for your goodness and kindness and mercy. We thank you for the gift of salvation and for the gift of healing of body, soul, and spirit, heart, and mind that you offer us in Christ Jesus, your Son, our Savior and Redeemer. And in his holy name, in his perfect name, in his powerful name, we ask you now for a fresh outpouring of the Holy Spirit to come upon everyone here tonight. Holy Spirit, come. In the name of Jesus, Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on everyone here tonight. Heal their bodies, heal their hearts, renew their minds, heal their spirits. Set the captives free. Give sight to the blind. Set the oppressed free. May your truth and light bring comfort and freedom to those in darkness. Heavenly Father, let there be light and let your divine light shine in and through everybody here tonight. Let your divine light dispel the darkness from this place and from our bodies. Come, Holy Spirit, let your holy fire fall. Just as we see these candles burning, so may your love burn in us tonight. Come, Holy Spirit. And I asked our healing team members tonight if they were getting any inspiration from God. We do that. We call them 
words of knowledge. What, what does God want to heal tonight? And so as I, as I read these symptoms or, or you know, various, uh, you could say, symptoms or issues, know that the Lord is wanting to heal these things tonight. And if it applies to you, let that increase your faith that God sees you and knows your affliction. So here here are the words that we want to release healing power for tonight. Tendinitis, ringing out the ears, or tinnitus. Also liver issues or liver disease. Uh, A man with an infection in the right groin slash hip area. Seizures. Depression, mental anguish, loneliness, the Lord wanting to set somebody free, a woman who's being engulfed by darkness in some debilitating way, shame, the Lord wanting to remove someone's shame tonight. So in the name of Jesus, I ask you, Holy Spirit, to come and to bring healing to anyone with these afflictions. All for the glory of God. And let's pray together. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.